Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at causeupdate.com and selfishgiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Joe Waters and I want to welcome you to another episode of Cause Talk Radio and on the line with me now, of course, is the queen of cause, Megan Strand. And Megan, I am making that pronouncement today that you, not Scott Bowden, is the queen of cause. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Do you, know, do you remember when he tried to usurp your title? I did. Yeah. I remember that. So it gives that, me nightmares. That's right. That's right. So um, so you're, it's official. I just want to let you know that. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Well, we have a great uh, we have a great guest today we from do. the great state of Texas. Um, on the line, we have Debbie Sardone, who is president and founder of Cleaning for a Reason, a nonprofit that gives the gift of free house cleaning to women undergoing treatments of any type of cancer. Hey, Debbie, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. No, thank you. You know, Debbie, I'm a really big fan of cleaning. <laughs> he is. I, I am. I'm a huge. I'm. A, my wife says that instead of being born with hands, I should have been born with a uh, a vacuum cleaner in one and a sponge in the other. <laughs> well, we know real men like to clean. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Do you know I own the domain Clean Daddy? I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I own it. <laughs> I love it. So this is, you know, this is like, so, oh, so when I read about this stuff, I was thinking, and you know, Megan was saying before we got in the line, oh, I'm going to ask you all the questions. Let me tell you something. Megan's not spending a lot of time cleaning, Debbie. That's one. This let is you true. Know if there's any chance you could send someone to our house. Well, there, there is somebody that comes to my house, Joe. That's why I don't have to do a lot of cleaning. <laughs> yeah, that's your husband, Ted. <laughs> no. That's, that's, he's that poor guy. That poor guy. But enough of that. Enough of that. So just so just so you know, I am a I'm a big fan of what you're doing because I know how a uh, a cluttered or a dirty house makes me feel. I can only imagine being sick and wondering how that made uh, people like that feel. Uh, so what you do is an incredible service. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, like you said, clean homes make people feel good. That's and right. when your house is clean, it just yeah. elevates your entire spirit. Yep. And just imagine how you feel if you're battling cancer, you're mm-hmm. trying to get well, you're trying to get healthy, your house is dirty, and you cannot spend your energy on cleaning. Yep. Well, that's where cleaning for a reason steps in. And we are the nonprofit that provides free house cleaning services to women who are battling cancer. And like you said earlier, it's any type of cancer. Right, right. And you've been doing this for a long time. We have. We're about to commemorate our 10th year as a nonprofit. We started back in 2006. And since that time, we have managed to recruit over 1,200 residential cleaning services throughout the United States and Canada to join our program and donate some cleanings every single month. And we've helped well over 20,000 women so far get their homes cleaned while they had cancer. That's amazing. Can you talk a little bit about how this whole program works? Why do cleaning services want to donate their time to these women? What are they getting in return from your organization? What sorts of things uh, are you helping them to, uh, to accomplish? Well, you know, it's funny. Most of the people that are in our program, the small businesses that are doing the cleaning, 
they're like any other entrepreneur. They're working hard in their business. They're working day in and day out, just trying to make a living, trying to make their business work. And many of them want to do something in their community. They want to give back. But who has the time? Who has the time to figure out how to give back? And a lot of them don't have the financial resources to write a big check and donate to charity. So Cleaning for Reason is kind of a perfect fit for that local maid service, that local cleaning service that wants to do what they do best, making a difference in the lives of people every single day by cleaning. It's just such a perfect fit. It's an easy fit for cleaning services. So we are drawn to each other. I own a cleaning service near Dallas. It's called Buckets and Bows Maid Service. Mm -hmm. And the idea came from a company policy that I had. And then when I shared it with some business owners at a conference, I got such a fantastic response. That's when I said, you know what? This needs to be a nationwide nonprofit. Mm, that's interesting. So, I mean, one of the really valuable things, though, too, is I think there's, you know, a, a giving back there that's already there, as we find with a lot of businesses that just want to, to do something in the community. But you really give them some structure on that. Do you also help them in the back end in terms of, um, you know, after they, uh, after they do some good deeds, you know, how do they talk about that as a business, yes. whether it be in the email newsletter or, you know, or some type of press or what have you? Absolutely. We, we do know that when businesses do well, they're in a better position to do more good. Right. And so we lend them more support than probably anybody I can even think of in terms of helping these cleaning companies that are donating their time get PR. We help them uh, through webinars every single month on how to connect in their community, how to get the word out that their service is offering free cleanings to women with cancer. So we don't just stop with being the middleman and, and matching the patients with the maid service. We also help facilitate their entire cause marketing piece in their company. I mean, they can literally build their cause marketing around their giving back in their local community. Mm. What, a, what a beautiful fit for a yep. business owner yep. that wants to give back. And you had mentioned sort of briefly that uh, that you help them with PR, but you really do a lot with PR from a national level as well as supporting them on a local level. So can you talk just a little bit more about that piece? Because it seems like that's really a keystone of your program. It is. In fact, I think that the PR is the reason we have grown so quickly in the past 10 years. Mm. There is something about our story that the media absolutely loves. It's not another race. It's not another fundraiser. We're not raising money to donate it elsewhere, which is good and important and worthy. We're doing something tangible. We're showing up in the homes of a cancer patient's life with a broom and a mop, and we're doing the scrubbing and the cleaning. So the media loves the story. And of course, media loves local stories. Mm -hmm. So each media outlet can localize a national story in their community. Mm -hmm. So it's just such a perfect fit for the media who craves local, but they like the credibility of a national legitimate nonprofit. This is the type of media that most maid services could never get on their own. Right, right. Okay. I mean, let's face it too. I mean, when it comes to cleaning services, they're not only always really geared toward like communications and marketing and stuff like that. Exactly. It's yeah. not really what they're good at in most cases. They're right. good at the skill of cleaning yes. and maybe not at the skill of getting the word out and how giving and how different their company is. So that's how we help. 
Well, and you've also gotten a lot of great national PR, which then kind of trickles down as local media is picking up those stories and they call you and say, hey, do you have anybody in Portland, Oregon? And you say, well, yes, we do. And you make that connection, right? In July of 2014, we were Reader's Digest number two pick on the best 25 best things in America. Wow. That was huge. And then people.com picked up our story and we've been featured on BuzzFeed and just so many national opportunities. And then it becomes localized. Then the media goes out and and wants to interview a local maid service who's actually doing the work. Mm. So who on your end handles the media, Debbie? Like, do you have people um, on staff that actually handle the outreach to places like BuzzFeed and stuff like that? Or do you hire actually an agency that handles that for you? In the beginning, it was all do it yourself. In right. the beginning, when it was me, my idea, and my prayer, I was calling and begging the media for attention. Mm-hmm. But I had an incredible mentor who is now our PR firm, and that's Jeff Crilly, who was an award winning reporter here in Dallas, mm-hmm. who started an all news staffed PR firm. The mm-hmm. only people that work for his PR firm are former news reporters and anchors and journalists and so forth, producers. And because of the unique approach to PR, of course, when our organization grew, we actually enlisted the help of Real News PR. So now we have help. It's not entirely do-it-yourselfer. Right, right. Well, that's great because you really need that too. I mean, like reaching out to someone like BuzzFeed is a serious endeavor. You know, I mean, it's, you know, they're covering a lot of different things. They've got a lot of exposure and stuff like that. So you really need an expert who can handle those types of relationships. It definitely helps. I mean, I literally read the book that he wrote and got a little bit of free advice from him. And and we did start there Mm -hmm. and we did have some national opportunities. But when you really want to take it to the next level, you might as well enlist the help of an expert, which is what we've done. And we've been on Fox and Friends. I mean, the Ellen DeGeneres show called us for an interview. We didn't make make the cut, but at least they we were on their radar. So without the help of a professional PR firm, it would be a little harder. Right, right. Do you have do you have any examples of maybe a local cleaning service that has used this platform not only to do good in the community and help these women, but also to help build their business? Absolutely. I have spoken personally with maid services who have said to me, Debbie, I've never been interviewed by my local Channel 5 News in all the years I've been in business, except for when I signed up to start donating through Cleaning for a Reason. And I've had them tell me, I didn't sign up for that reason. I signed up really because I wanted to give back. But, oh, my goodness, the benefits and the exposure. Then I've had some of the maid services have said that they've been chosen by clients in their area simply because they give back to women with cancer. So they've, they've won accounts. They've won bids because you know, people in their community appreciate what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, I mean, that's so key. And you know, what's so good too, Debbie, is you really know the space too, which is really important, but obviously you bring like all these other assets to the table uh, with these cleaning companies. Can you talk a little bit more about your relationship with cleaning companies in terms of yeah. how it works? Like, you know, do you, do you charge them a fee every month or every year? Well, I'll tell you, on a personal level, I don't know if you've read my LinkedIn profile, mm. but I am America's uh, top cleaning expert. So 
I spend my days, I mentioned that I own a maid service. I've had that for 30 years. Mm -hmm. We own speedcleaning.com, but I also do business consulting and training. I hold conferences. I do one-on-one consulting with maid services all around the world. So my whole world is cleaning and helping business owners grow. So it was kind of a natural, organic progression that part of my nonprofit would be to provide help for these cleaning services to improve their marketing, improve their exposure, and overall just improve their business and, and their lives. So that really is just a natural outcome of what I do personally. So could you, could you do life. like a seminar for Megan and, and, and my kids? And, you know, <laughs> about cleaning and picking up and stuff like that. I mean, I think there's a huge market there, though. Totally. We could teach you how to speed clean your house in half the time. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But I love working with business owners. I yeah. love helping them grow their business. I love helping them succeed. And it's just so rewarding to see their business grow as a result of them doing good in their community. Right, right. Well, and go, going back to Joe's original question, they do pay a small fee to you every month just to be part of the program because you need to be vetting them and making sure they're legit and have their license up to date and all that good stuff, right? But it's Correct. it's fact, nominal. Well, it's you know, it's small. a great example too, and Debbie. I mean, th- this, this stuff isn't but, free either, right? You know oh, what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, all the things you do in terms of the expertise you bring to the public relations and stuff like that. I mean, you know, there's some costs associated with that. Exactly. Each maid service that joins the nonprofit, and that is a 501c3, they provide a monthly pledge of $20. Mm-hmm. And that's an ongoing fee of $20 a month, which of course helps cover all the marketing and the PR and the materials that we provide them. A hundred percent of that money goes to the nonprofit. I don't take a dime of it. My consulting business is a completely separate endeavor mm-hmm. and I don't take a salary of any kind from the nonprofit. I, my time is 100% volunteer. Wow, that's a deal. Debbie, that's nothing. You got to raise your fees, girl. <laughs> you know what? I made a decision a long time ago. My office, my cleaning company, has an office two doors down from our nonprofit's office. Yep. I yep. won't even let the nonprofit hire my maid service to clean their office. I told them to hire our competitor because I never want anyone to question because there are so much fraud within the nonprofit mm-hmm. world. Right. I don't ever want any question whatsoever. It's not that important to me. So I take no payment whatsoever. Right, and right. How, so you- how big is your staff? I know you have an executive director. How big is this, your staff just out of curiosity? I think she's got about five people down there in that office working for her. Um, she's got somebody who is called our patient advocate. And that woman is devoted to matching the patients with the maid service. Mm -hmm. And then we have Lucy, who is a full-time recruiter and her job is to call on maid services all over the country and try to get them to join the program. And then we have, you know, somebody who does in-house bookkeeping and Mm-hmm. A couple of other roles. So, so Debbie, let me ask you something. You know, the, the blog I write is called Selfish Giving, <laughs> right? And, uh, you know, the idea here is that it's a pound of self-interest in a teaspoon of idealism uh, be t- behind me, most of these programs. And I have no doubt that you have the best of intentions with this program. I think it's awesome. But is this some business benefit to you? Do you feel as if like your business gets a, a public relations boost? Is there kind of an extra benefit that you meet cleaning companies that may be able to use your services in every every way. And, and and it sounds like you're doing, you know, you're keeping the separation of church and state great. Uh, but is there a benefit to it? 
Absolutely. Good. I, I can't. It, the, the benefits have been just unprecedented. I could never have hoped for the opportunities that have come my way as a result of starting a nonprofit. Uh, it's just unbelievable. I've had more name recognition and exposure than yeah. I ever could have gotten without being associated with our nonprofit. Mm-hmm. I've gotten uh, invitations and media opportunities that would never have come my way. So the benefits are just priceless. Right, right. And you know, what we argue too, Debbie, on the show and what we talk to a lot of people is cause is just one part of the marketing mix. And I think that's what you've done so well with your businesses in the sense that you're involved in a lot of different things and you market yourself different ways. And cause is a component, an important component, but not the only thing that you do to uh, promote yourself and your business in the process of doing these great things in the community for people with cancer. Exactly. I mean, most business owners have a heart for something and they do need to find an outlet using their business to do good. Right. But as a business owner, doing good should not be the best kept secret. Right. Now, maybe as an individual, you should give in secret. But as a business, your, your giving back should be very public, very visible, mm-hmm. puts pressure on, the, on your peers, it puts right. pressure on your competitors, yeah. and it elevates and makes your business stand out. So, I, I, you know, businesses should not be ashamed or should not be afraid to make sure there is a practical business benefit mm-hmm. when you're doing cause, right. because that should be a natural outcome. Yep. I just, I love how you are just so forthcoming with that because I, we cannot tell you how many huge giant corporations we talk to on this show. And they're like, no, we just do it because it's the right thing to do. And we're like, well, that, that doesn't make any sense because if, if it's, if that's really just it, then it, it's not sustain It's not sustainable. You yeah. can't keep doing this. If there's no boost to your business whatsoever, then how can you continue to do yeah. that? Like it doesn't, you can't justify it. It's, yeah. you know, a very quick story about a man that joined cleaning for a reason who owns a maid service and he confided in me in private. He said, Debbie, I have to tell you. When I joined, the reason I signed up for my maid service was because I knew the marketing and the PR would be fantastic for my business. And he said, you know, and I'm kind of ashamed to admit this, but he said, but then my crew and my and myself went out and we cleaned for that first cancer patient. And he said, tears came to my eyes. She gave me a gift and all of my employees a gift who did the cleaning. And he said, my heart was all in. And he said, I might have joined for the wrong reason, but now I'm in it for the right reasons. Mm. And I corrected him and I said, to be honest with you, it people do giving back for various reasons. Right. And joining for that other reason isn't really the wrong reason. You did want to do good by your business. You should never apologize for that. But there is a natural effect when you do good. Mm-hmm. Your heart follows. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's so true. And I think like that's where, you know, you know, because even Megan and I were talking offline about this, Debbie, too. It's like, geez, what other types of businesses could do this? I mean, you know, the types for the applicability of your model, um, you know, to all sorts of different types of businesses. Like, you know, um, for example, uh, last week we had um, Jersey Mike's on and we had a great conversation with them about um, how they are supporting the community and stuff like that. And it's like, gee, there are a lot of individual sandwich shops out there like you know what if someone was out there that pulled them together and you know gave them the right marketing materials that they needed to to do cause marketing effectively do you think there's applicability to other other areas 
Absolutely. And I do believe business owners need to step up. And, you know, starting a nonprofit is no different than launching a successful business. What they tell you in business is there are riches in the niches. When you try to be all (laughs) things to everybody, we tend to be so diluted that nobody notices us. The most successful businesses are very targeted, very specific, and they leave some people out. Mm -hmm. That's what a successful marketing and branding strategy does. You apply that business principle to nonprofit. I think about firehouse subs. Mm -hmm. They have a very targeted niche marketing and their cause marketing is centered very specifically around firefighters and helping our heroes. Pickle buckets. That niche. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. So niche marketing in branding for a business is also the same success principle that would apply to niche nonprofits, which is really what I've started here. I've always been kind of a trailblazer mm-hmm. instead of a trail follower. Mm-hmm. And I blazed a whole new trail. My industry, the industry of house cleaning, has been forever changed. Mm-hmm. An industry that had not changed in many years has completely changed. An industry that the only time they were ever in the media was when there was something bad that happened in a home, as you can imagine, yep. to now regularly Home cleaning businesses are in the media because of giving through cleaning for a reason. So I think this could happen in the uh, hair salon industry, the barbershop industry, the pet industry. There's so many niche causes that could emerge from just blazing a new trail and being unique and being different. We just we just need a Debbie in every one of those industries, Megan. That's right. I that's mean, right. That's well, the key. I, I just think one of the smartest things, Debbie, is the fact that you've been able to kind of mobilize that small to medium-sized business. Because Joe and I talk about all the time on the show that that is such a fantastic niche for this sort of cause marketing. So mm-hmm. kudos to you for sort of marshalling the charge and getting people um, the tools that they need to kind of make this happen in their communities. So thank you so, so much for sharing the story with us. It's been fantastic. And where can people find out about more about you or about cleaning for a reason if they'd like to do that online. Well, if they would like to help a woman who's battling cancer find Cleaning for a Reason, they can send her to our website, cleaningforareason.org. And they can also visit our Facebook page, Cleaning for a Reason, and post something on our timeline. They can either apply for a loved one or for themselves if they're a patient, a woman with cancer, or if they own a maid service, they can inquire about how they can get involved. Excellent. Thank you. We will include all of that in our show notes. And how about you, Joe? Where can people find you online if they'd like to do so? Well, minute to minute, you can find me online talking to Megan and cleaning for a reason on Twitter at Joe Waters. <laughs> um, we, I, I mean, there's going to be some big cleaning talk, I think, this afternoon. I think Twitter, so. You know, you know, hashtag clean daddy. You know, and uh, and people can also find me obviously on my blog on Selfish Giving. Sign up for my weekly newsletter. Goes out every morning, every Wednesday morning at seven a.m. and would love to have you receive it. What about you, Megan? Where can people find you? I'm also on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF. You can find show notes for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com as well as SelfishGiving.com. And of course, make sure you head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the Cause Talk Radio podcast so you don't miss an episode. And on behalf of Debbie and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>